Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, where we talk all things Ermia as an association and all things higher education risk management and insurance. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I'm Julie Groves, the Director of Risk Services at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I'll be your host for Ermia Matters. In today's episode, we're going to discuss Ermia's Student Property Insurance Program, which we launched in the spring of 2020. Joining the conversation today are Evan Ferguson from Auburn University and Bailey Howard from Arthur J. Gallagher. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Before we start, why don't you each tell us a little bit about yourself? Evan, why don't I start with you? Yeah. Hey, like Julie mentioned, I'm Evan Ferguson. I work for Auburn University, which is located in the lovely Auburn, Alabama. I'm a risk management specialist, so I work in the risk management and safety department. My day-to-day tasks basically include all things insurance, which I'm sure you can imagine is a lot when it comes to a university, and also dealing with just everyday risk that the university has and also dealing with contracts. So that's a little bit about what I do. And how long have you been there? November will be two years, so about a year and a half. Okay, great, great. And so, Bailey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Julie, and appreciate you having me uh, on the pod today. I'm a a Georgian native, so I've I've been with Gallagher for two years in the Atlanta office. I was a University of Georgia graduate as well, so I grew up just north of Atlanta, went to UGA, and then came straight back to Atlanta. I've been in the industry for about four years now, been in in this role for about two years, but uh, at Gallagher, I've worked mostly with higher education institutions and also managed the Ermia Student Property Program, and a few other uh, a few other higher education-related programs. Before we start talking about this program, I just always like to ask people, so when you were little, did you say, I want to grow up and be a risk manager, or I wanted to be in risk management and insurance? Is that what your dream was when you were, when you were younger? <laughs> I can't say I did, but every now and then I'll, I'll mention to, to folks that I'm, I'm a scientist by trade, so I have an in, a genetics degree from Georgia, but Insurance is my true passion. Hopefully you can catch some sarcasm in that, but uh Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Evan? Did you want to when you wanted to grow up, did you want to grow up to be a uh, insurance and risk person? No, I never thought that. I didn't think that until I started working. I actually used to work for an insurance agency. Um, I kind of found my my niche there. So when I was um, growing up, I wanted to be I also wanted to do science. I wanted to be a marine biologist. Wow. Um, and then in college, I actually went to Auburn University, but in college, I wanted to work in investments and things like that. So a little bit different than insurance, but I'm happy to be here. It's definitely a fun job. Okay, well, Just good. A, a little quick note, Julie, Evan and I, I actually share share something in common. We both started our insurance careers with a State Farm agent, different State Farm agent, but we started out in, in State Farm agencies at the beginning of our career. Yeah. So like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. That's great. (laughs) Exactly. That's great. Well, good. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today. Glad your different roads have brought you here. So so as I mentioned a little bit ago, Ermia launched this coverage in the spring of 2020, which seems like a million years ago now because of COVID. But Bailey, why don't you tell us a little bit about the student property insurance program? 
Sure, I'm happy to. So the Ermia Student Property Program is a direct-to-student offering. The intent of the program is to ensure belongings that students are bringing, bringing to them when they come to school. So you're, you're moving into your dorm room, you're bringing along your clothes, electronics, maybe some, some high-value personal items like jewelry, etc. We want to make sure that, that that property is covered wherever you go while you're in school. So while you're on campus, while you're abroad, maybe at your friend's house off campus, we want to make sure that that property is covered and uh, make sure that that coverage is accessible to students. So students can go online to the Ermia Student Property website, select the limit and deductible that is appropriate for them, and purchase their policy right there online. Once you sign up for that program, you also have access to our claims portal. So all claims filing is handled through the website. You can view your policies in the policy center on the website, et cetera. So we just wanted to make that a one-stop shop for securing personal property coverage. So do you think there's anything that makes this coverage unique? That's a great question. So there are some enhanced features. Uh, you know, oftentimes students are comparing the student personal property coverage to personal property coverage that you would get in, in renter's insurance coverage. A, a few features that set this program apart from what you would find on the on the uh, open marketplace, uh, we actually include accidental damage coverage. So things like if you spill a cup of coffee on your laptop or uh, you drop your cell phone and shatter the screen or something of that nature that wouldn't normally be covered under your renter's insurance policy, you could actually find coverage under the student personal property policy. I would say roughly 60 to 70% of our claims are, are a result of accidental damage. Um, so obviously, it's a big benefit to, to students. We're already seeing those claims come in. And I think I think students are seeing a lot of benefit from that. You know, other than that, we do offer lower deductible options than you would find with traditional renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. So our deductibles start at $25. They, it, I think, I believe the options are $25, $50, or $100. Really what that does is it makes the policy more accessible for students who uh, may be operating on a more limited budget than, say, your parents who have a thousand dollar deductible on their homeowner's insurance. So, you know, the intent of this coverage is for students to use it when they need to. And those low deductibles really help with, you know, trying to be budget friendly in the claims process. And I think there is often a misconception that students believe that everything is covered on their parents' homeowner's policy. Um, and I think that that's really oftentimes not the case. Uh, so, Talk to us a little bit, Evan, about Auburn University's decision to roll this camp, this coverage out to their campus. How did you all come to the to the decision to use Ermia's program on your campus? Yeah, so we had been brainstorming ideas to basically mitigate the fact that we were having a lot of students claim their personal property was damaged while in their dorm or while they were on campus. And when they would, it would be something that would we just wouldn't cover under our general liability policies because, because it was their fault. Or like Bailey said, they spilled a cup of coffee on their laptop. So we were thinking, hmm, how can we mitigate that? Because it's definitely a risk on campus. We have tons of people who live on campus. So we actually were working with Gallagher to plan for upcoming marketing opportunities. And then we heard that Ermia would be offering a similar program directly to the student, which to be honest, makes our job here at Auburn a little bit easier um, because the student goes and they sign up for it and they deal with their own claims and things like that. 
obviously the fact that we were having students upset about things not being covered. You don't want, I mean, we always are called the fun police or people who like to say no. (laughs) Right. But it's never fun to tell someone they're, you know, personal belongings aren't going to be covered when something happens to it. So this was a really good option for us. And then like Bailey mentioned, the low deductibles, I think that's a huge selling point and a huge benefit to the student or to their parents, depending on who's paying for the policy, because traditional renter's insurance policies have deductibles that are 500 plus. So if you know you have a $1,500 laptop that gets damage, you're only going to get a thousand dollars. That's not going to buy you a brand new laptop or a similar laptop. So the low, the low deductibles is a huge benefit to the student as well. Did you find that students had a expectation that the university would cover everything they owned? Yes. Everything down to a pair of Birkenstocks. Yeah, it is always interesting to me to see what students, I mean, I'm sure we could swap lots of stories about what students have tried to um, say has been damaged and, and how much they think those things are worth. Mm-hmm. So, so when did you all roll this coverage out officially at Auburn? It was basically when COVID hit last year or after COVID hit. We had had a meeting with Gallagher at the beginning of the year, like I said, to talk about marketing opportunities and things like that. And then when COVID hit, everything obviously, like everywhere else in the world, kind of went up in in flames a little bit. So we rolled it out beginning of last summer. And was Auburn, were they on campus or did they have virtual classes or was it a blend or how, how did you all handle that? Spring semester, so March 15th, I believe, was the date that they sent everyone home, employees and students, and then had all virtual classes through the rest of that semester and then through the summer semester. And then students were able to come back in the fall. So a lot of professors opted in to do only virtual classes or a hybrid or only in-person classes. But of course, you saw those students who wanted the college experience to live on campus and and things like that. So they gave, they were very lenient and they worked with a lot of students and professors about their comfortability would be to take classes and they made it work. So we were having students live on campus starting again, starting in the fall. So I guess even though you rolled it out last summer, the fall would really was really the first time students were actually living on campus to take advantage of the of the student property insurance program. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So once you roll the coverage out, I mean, how has the response within the administration been? And and do you feel like it or do you feel like it's met your your hopes for what, you know, this plan would do? I definitely think it's been very well received from housing especially because when there is a claim that has to do with you know someone's Birkenstocks got ruined because they didn't turn their air conditioning on or whatever it might be housing also has to deal a lot with that so housing has been super helpful as far as getting the word out for us and including things in their newsletters or sending emails out specifically to their residents and then also parents now obviously people don't like talking about insurance I say this every single day unless you work in insurance you don't like talking about it well, even um, then, sometimes you don't like to. Right, about exactly, <laughs> exactly. So when, so we actually are able to, not me specifically, but we have a marketing person in our department who has talked with parents at Camp War Eagle sessions, which is like our orientation sessions on campus. Um, and they're very receptive to it. And I think, again, because one, it's going to be separate from their homeowner's policy and from their personal insurance policy. Because a lot of the times, if you have a claim made on your homeowner's insurance, it could increase your premium the next year. So they're always like, yes, I don't want my 
premium to increase because my kid did something wrong. So that's always been, and then obviously the, that's always been great. And then obviously the low deductible, because a lot of the times parents are going to be the ones signing their kids up for this and paying for for it and paying for the deductibles, or they might make their kid be like, hey, if you ruin your laptop, you're going to be the one paying the $50 deductible. They'd much rather do that than pay a $500 deductible. So there's been a pretty good response since we rolled it out. And you have you done, I guess you've done quite, I saw your marketing piece, which we can put a link to perhaps in the show notes for the podcast. But have you marketed this in a lot of different channels? Or how did you try to just sort of get the word out about this to students? Yeah, so we had, like I said, our marketing specialist here in our, our department, he wrote up that that material to include in the summer orientation packets. And those go directly to parents. So it's not like, hey, we're going to hand your new college student this thing about insurance and they probably are like, what is this? Right. I don't care. It goes directly to parents um, because there are specific parent sessions at these orientation at Camp Regal. I know we looked into doing like off-campus housing fairs, but it was just too cost prohibitive. But we do things, we talk about it in our campus fire safety month, because again, if there is a fire on campus, students' personal property is not going to be covered. Um, and then we also do some risk management training. And so we'll mention it to employees because employees are also able to, to purchase this coverage for their personal property that they might have in their office. Okay. Well. So it's not just it's not just focused on students, staff mm-hmm. and, and employee faculty can use it for their personal property too. So that's mm-hmm. that's a great benefit too. Yeah. So and then like I said, housing has done a really good job about marketing it for us and getting the word out to to their residents. Yeah, it's important to have those campus partners because, you know, you hear a lot of things, but I'm sure there are other departments who hear things that hear the same type of thing. So it's good when everybody feels they can get behind these kinds of programs because they know it's going to make their job a little bit easier. Exactly. So just I'll toss this question out to both of you. Why do you think other ERMIA members should promote this program on their campuses? To speak to Evan's point earlier about students' expectations when they come on campus, um, you know, many do believe that the university will will cover them if, if their belongings are, are damaged or, or stolen, etc. So really just managing expectations by putting this material in front of your students. We've seen a great response from universities who have, who have put material in front of their students around orientation time, both students and parents. That seems to be a, a great strategy with and, and it seems to resonate really well with parents. You know, they're, they probably just moved their kids onto campus or they're preparing to move their kids on campus. So they've got their boxes packed and, and ready to go. Now they're probably wondering, all right, how much of this stuff is actually going to make it back? And so right. we've, we've seen a, a good response from folks who have, who have marketed this during orientation. And I think it is because you are setting the expectation that, look, if, if you want this stuff to be protected through insurance, then you need to purchase your own policy. Evan also brought up another great point. It does kind of create a barrier between the student and their parents' homeowner's policy. She is correct in saying if you do file a claim under your parents' homeowner's policy, there's a there's a chance that your premium does increase the following year and sometimes it is pretty significant. You know, that's one great benefit of this coverage. You can file as many claims as you'd like within a policy period. We don't adjust rates based on claims frequencies. Again, 
this is a very user-friendly product. We want students to use this product. We, we haven't spoken to the claims process yet. Uh, we actually have a dedicated team of claims adjusters in my Atlanta office that uh, they, they sit all around me, but they are fantastic people. Just speaking to the claims experience, you know, one big benefit to university risk managers is it does take a lot of the headache off of their desks when when an individual comes to them and says, what do I do? You know, you don't have to handhold your students through the claims process. We have this team in, in our Atlanta office and they are absolutely fantastic. Truly believe that's where the rubber meets the road. So again, they are dedicated to this program. They do walk students through the process. They understand that a lot of these students, you know, being 18, 19, 20 years old, probably have never filed an insurance claim in their life. They don't know exactly what the process is supposed to look like. So really having that expertise behind the scenes, I think, is a really great perk that can kind of alleviate some stress from, from risk manager's steps. Right. And, and I would assume, Evan, that in, in addition to taking pressure off of you, if students have this, this coverage, is there anything else you can think of what that would be a benefit to other universities for rolling out a similar program on their campuses? I mean, I just want to reiterate what Bailey said. It does take a little bit of pressure off of those risk managers, but also housing, because a lot of times, like I said, housing is involved in, in a claim process when it comes to students belongings being damaged and then just the sheer cost benefit the benefits outweigh the cost to me and then also I think a big thing is people are walking around with a thousand dollars worth of electronic devices just in their pockets so if we're talking about a thousand dollar iPhone plus a thousand to two thousand dollar or more laptop I mean we're talking three thousand dollars walking around all day every day in the elements across campus on a transit bus. Um, so that electronics coverage, that accidental coverage is a huge selling point because, you know, if you have to file an insurance claim with your your phone company, the deductible is not going to be $25. Again, that deductible and the, and the cost is a, is a huge, huge selling point for this product. Yeah, I think we, we just sort of take for granted or forget how everyday things are really very costly. So to your point, you know, laptops, iPhones, you know, Apple watches, things like that. I mean, these things that we use every day, we we forget that they 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 do they are a little bit of an investment. So this policy would certainly help, you know, students and it sounds like in your case, Evan, the employees to cover any losses with that. So that's that's great. Do you all have any closing thoughts before we end our time today? Anything else you want to say? I uh, just want to let all Armia members know we do have ample marketing material available to you all. If you would like to start distributing that across campus, we can we can have, definitely have a discussion about best practices around doing so. But please reach out to me directly if you'd like me to share that. I'm sure you can reach out to your Armia representatives. They, they should have access to that material as well. But that's really all I've got. Julie, thank you again. Great. Well, if, if anyone is interested in finding out more about Ermia's Student Property Insurance Program, please feel free to visit Ermia's website. And if you look under the Services tab on the top of the page, you can see a link to it there. And there will also be information linked in the show notes for this podcast. So I really want to thank Evan and Bailey for being here today. Thank you guys so much. It was great to chat with you all. And this wraps another episode of Ermia Matters. 
You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library.